Hello, this is Jane Coombs of Working Well Solutions Limited, and I'm starting a new podcast series on health, safety, and well-being in the workplace, based on my experience and topical issues. Let's go. Episode number eight: Having a medical for work or a pre-placement medical is something that a lot of companies do to make sure that you're able to do the job without you knowing what the job might entail. Employment law in the UK makes it illegal to use a medical test or any questions to do with your personal health as a means of stopping candidates from getting a job. So people shouldn't ask you about the cold you've got or whether you've got any underlying health conditions or how much absence you've had unless there's a reason for it to do with the actual job you're doing. Employers can ask you about your health, but it must come after a job offer. So you're offered the job and then they begin to ensure that you're up to it and they will make the offer subject to medical and references from other employers. But we're not going to deal with that part of it. So many are confused about when to ask about capability questions or if you should answer them. Because, say, if a crane operator can't stand heights, then the interviewer and the candidate need to explore this from a practical point of view. It's no good you getting the job if you can't go up into the crane. I'm not saying you would, but that's just an example. Because of the difficulty employers have in recruiting and acting fairly in this area, there's a lot of misinformation about it. But there is some information available from the Equality and Human Rights Commission website that sets out exactly what you can and can't discuss at job interviews. So if you're a manager, have a look at that. If you're somebody going along for a medical or for an interview, have a look at that. Unfortunately, changing the name of the process to pre-placement has not taken away the belief that the medical person has the ultimate right to say you're fit or not to do the job. What the occupational health professional can do is say that you can do this aspect of the job, but you may need help to do other aspects. In my career, I've done hundreds of pre-placement health medicals. Some have been just with a paper questionnaire and you just tick boxes and I look through to make sure that there's nothing there untoward or anything I can help with. And there have only ever been, in my whole career of about 40 years, two applicants who are medically unfit to do anything within the job. Most applicants are fully fit for the job and some, I'd say about 10 to 15 percent, need some minor adjustment. For example, I may pick up that there's an eyesight problem or your blood pressure may be a bit high. That happens as you get older. If you go along to your GP that can be easily sorted and you'll be put on hold until that is sorted. I like to think of a pre-placement health screening or your medical for work is a bit like a risk assessment on an individual done from a health perspective so we're ensuring the job fits the individual and we're obliged nowadays to make necessary or what we call reasonable adjustments rather than the commonly held thought that it's okay to exclude workers certainly that's not occupational health stance However, high-risk occupations, for example, people like pilots or train drivers, may require occupational health services by law, so you will be obliged to go in to have a full medical to make sure you're fit for work. 
and some work requires careful monitoring of staff. For example, asbestos or lead workers, there's regulations that control this. In low-risk work, however, say for example if you work in a call centre or administration, the screening or the medical can just involve signing a health declaration which a suitably trained person checks for known health problems or adjustments required. The sort of questions we're asking there is a non-confidential health questionnaire and it's about do you need any special adaptations or aids to assist you, whether or not you have a disability, so that's a yes or no answer. Are you having or waiting for treatment or investigations of any kind at present? Again, yes or no answer. And do you have or have you ever had any health problems which have been caused or made worse by work? Again, yes or no. Now you can see from that simple non-confidential health questionnaire that you haven't actually given any details of your health. You've answered yes or no. So that form goes off to a professional and they will then probably send you a full questionnaire with more detailed questions or they may call you in to talk about it and to see if they can do anything to help or see if you need any adjustments. So why would an employer do pre-placement health screening? Well, there's a number of reasons. So it's for establishing a baseline health record to find out how you're coming into the company and it's useful for measuring health when starting a new job that has a health risk to it. So for example, if you're working with asbestos, you could We've already talked about this, identify reasonable adjustments to the work or to the working environment. You could be explaining specific health risks and requirements for a job. So if you're in a particularly hazardous job, then you may need to have some instructions. For example, if you're in a noise hazard area, you would know to have to wear your hearing protection and how to put your earplugs in. So that's part of the medical as well. It may be that you're complying with health and safety procedures. For example, do you have to report health problems caused by work? Some people um, have never done this, but they need to be told that it's a requirement of the job they do. Perhaps they need to wear safety shoes. We need to be able to say why that happens and the fact that you have to wear them. It could be that you have a medical because you're changing your work role. Perhaps you've been promoted. Perhaps there's a need process come into the factory or into the manufacturing environment. So you could be changing from being a warehouse operator. Perhaps you've been promoted to a forklift truck driver. And the health requirements for being a forklift truck driver on company business is more dangerous because you can actually injure people or damage property. So you'd need good eyesight, good all-round awareness, good hearing, that sort of thing. Also, exposing new starters to the health and safety culture of a business is really important. In some industries, this can be quite lax, but in others, then it can be quite tight. So you could come a cropper if you don't realise that health and safety is important as it is and that the company's put an investment by having an occupational health department in place to be able to look at that. And also... A pre-placement can be used for assessing specific groups of workers for extra precautions, especially pregnant workers, young workers, people with asthma. If they come in contact with dust, flower dust, then it can actually make things worse. We need to tell you about that and what to do if symptoms occur. 
So meaningful pre-placement health screening depends on the initial health and safety risk assessment that the company's done because that will identify people that need to go for a medical, whether it be for a full examination, a statutory examination by law. I've already mentioned asbestos, but there's radiation as well and lead. But also it's about mitigating the risks where possible. So we're going to tell you these are the risks, you need to avoid them and this is how you do it. And that will go on record that you've been told that as well. With this information, pre-placement health screening can begin. Let's take the case of Cheryl. She failed her forklift truck medical due to restricted vision in one eye. The occupational health professional recommended an operational assessment. That's quite a mouthful. But basically what we're saying is she has got a problem with her eye, but we just need somebody to check her out on the ground working to make sure that this isn't a problem. Because with vision in one eye, you may be able to compensate for that, especially if it's been like that for many years. So the following week... The warehouse manager tested Cheryl's loading and driving skills under controlled conditions, just checking out how she was working. And Cheryl had been a forklift driver for many years and her brain had learnt ways of compensating. She was perfectly safe and she passed the test with flying colours. So even if you do have difficulties at a pre-placement medical or screening, it's not the end of the story. I hope that helps. For more information, pop along to my website where you can find more information about occupational health professionals and medicals in general. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've uh, found something useful here and look out for my next podcast. Thank you and goodbye.